Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to episode 33 of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell, and with me today I have, in reverse order... Ben Meredith. Lydia Nicholas. Brendan Monroe. James Ross. And who are you playing? Zod Smith. Sakur... Sakur... <laughs> I knew one of you would fall. Sakurashits. <laughs> Sasha Rackett. Hamid Salah Harun Al-Tahan. Subert and McGuffigan. 
I admit I thought it was going to be you, Bryn. I really thought it was going to be you. You people with your words and your tongues and your faces and your meat flaps all in the right places. (laughs) Not many listeners know Lydia's forehead. It's just mouth. Yeah. (laughs) So, picking up where we left off, we finally made it across to France. Or what we, we, well, maybe, we could we be in Belgium. What we presume oh. is France. There was a coastline involved. Yeah. And France has coasts, I've heard I that. Mean, <laughs> admittedly, Bertie got very lost. We're getting lost in a train tunnel that has only an entrance and an exit mm-hmm. is a formidable, formidable... Yeah, like a very simple labyrinth. That's yeah. disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so, nonetheless, everyone's made it somewhere. Yep. And it's time to pick up where we left off. And It'll turn out we're in Jersey, won't it? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and got... Isle of Wight. <laughs> god forbid but we might actually get back onto the main quest at some point we'll we'll see how it goes anyway so with that in mind let's start with the party i.e the majority you have been on the beach you managed to get minority voices don't count they're not worth listening to i like to think bertie would agree with my choice (laughs) (laughs) so you managed to get a fire going and bivouac i walked back with the trident Actually, yeah. I'm Let's go for oh, now. you're you're passed out. I just passed out under it like this. Wait, didn't you? I did. Cool. <laughs> Snore. Looks like I did something right. Snore. Well done. So, uh, well, uh, and also, I mean, Snore. Sasha's out, but thank you for coming with me. It means a lot. Snore. You know. I don't know how much I helped, but that's arguably not the point. Okay. Thank you. Anyway, I've got some driftwood for the fire. Let's start the fire then. Sure. Uh, if you want to do that, I need to deal with the boat. Sure. Um, so I shall take the boat and mm-hmm. I shall uh, push it reverentially out to sea mm-hmm. and just let it float away. It appears to get caught in a, uh, a rip current of some kind and yeah, it starts pulling back out to sea. Not at a particularly hurried pace, but it's just bobbing out, back out, straight towards the storm in fairness, but mm. nonetheless, it's heading out. Here we go. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> if we oh, find out that we no. are in Jersey and we're now Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, please let that happen. <laughs> yeah, no, we go over the beach and there's just more sea and we're on some tiny undiscovered yeah. island. You're a little spell, oh. <laughs> If they are on Jersey or the Isle of Wight, that would be amazing. Just, just here we go. Don't, don't, don't encourage him. It's all right. <laughs> Or the thing begins to sort of shift and move, and it's just one of those giant turtles. Mm. Oh, nice. I'd take that. That'd be yeah. great. And then you find metallic tentacles underneath. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Lydia's face. <laughs> so, anyway. It's not, it's not turtles all the way down, it's just Lydia's face. Oh. Again and again. It's a huge stack. Yeah, fan art can be delivered in on giant postcards. So Soggy anyway. ones will be particularly well appreciated. Anyway, <laughs> we'll skip ahead. You guys spend the night, and given the fatigue involved, you sleep well despite all of the terribleness. Do any of you set a watch or anything similar? No. <laughs> I just passed out. You wake up having not set a watch with nothing bad happening to you because you're not in the middle of nowhere. You're still in vaguely the civilised world. Well, I think more usually we are in the middle of nowhere where there's no, no, one, no, one, no one back around <laughs> to do something bad to us. So nonetheless, you Surrounded wake up. Zombies. What do you do? Right. Pack up the yeah the work. yeah um put you the got kits your, back together. Uh, I did um oh I I said it to Hamid last night that you passed out thank you for coming with me that's all right thanks for diving after me I was that was pretty nice even if I did have to swim up and that's the thought of council yeah and the 
hovering stepping stones in that saved our lives that counts as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, does that mean that your god is all right with you now? Uh, yes. I, well, he, I he got so. his trident back. That's probably a good sign. Yeah, these are a lot of good signs. Is that your trident or a different trident? How is would it you a tell? Better trident? Uh, it's my trident, right? Or is it a different trident? How would you tell? I'm assuming I'd know my favourite weapon by the bumps and scratches in the mix. And sort of like... <laughs> no, there won't be like Zolf's trident, <laughs> <laughs> but like it's 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 something else. Zolf was it? Yeah. Is the barcode the same? The yeah, that, the serial number. It's, it's, it's just <laughs> Zolf for Poseidon all in a big heart. It wasn't there before. Zolf and Poseidon sit in a chair. P R A Y I N. That's very clever. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, it's yours. It is clearly okay, yours. Okay. Yeah. 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 Same one. Sorry. Oh, so B is here. It's Dippy's. Do you think it won the bet? <laughs> well, we're not technically uh, in, we're Calais. Not in Calais. That's the point, actually. Um, we need to find out where we are, and also food. Yes. I really need some food. I don't have any in my supplies. Did you guys have food? I probably will have. It's probably ruined. Uh, I'll, I'll check through my pack. Um, and anything would be better than nothing, even if it's a bit soggy. You'll hear a tirade of swearing. And I'll pull out a compass. <laughs> In all the confusion, I forgot I had one of these. Well, like, we wouldn't have been able to steer different anyways, Olf. I suppose so. What this does mean, though, is oh, we'd have to know where Calais was. Yeah. I look up. Is it still at all dark? It is morning, oh, as in dawn has broken. Yeah. You've slept all night. Give me a perception roll. Actually, no. Can you see the Sorry. sun? Give me a survival, survival roll. Yeah. Uh, 17. You are likely south of Calais by an indeterminate distance. Right, so I'm looking around, I reckon we're south. So if we head north by this along the coast, we should be able to find it. Okay. Might be a walk, I don't know how far we deviate. Are you, but... are you any good at uh, foraging? I'm not much for uh, wilderness skills. Let's, uh, let's skip breakfast for now because we might just be next to a village. Okay. So if we walk and then by lunchtime. Sure. You know, we haven't found anything more. Okay. Cut to Bertie. Bertie is... You are currently... Bedraggled. ...on the inside of a closed metal gate, having come from the depths of the subway, covered in filth and grime, and your armour misshaping your body as a huge hunch. Beside you is what looks like a sailor who's crawling around <laughs> on all fours, <laughs> and you've just announced yourself to a place, one presumes mm -hmm. Calais, mm -hmm where all of the crowd have screamed and run and the station masters proceed to scream in your face. We'll pick up at the exact moment that the station master faints. <laughs> okay, um, is there, are there any other uh, station officials on my side of the barrier? No. In that case, Bertie searches the station master for keys. There are more screams, people <laughs> running away, and there's the undead is coming yeah. <laughs> this poor man back uh, to, to, to be fair, in a, in a system where the undead Exist. Yep. Yeah. It's not a bad <laughs> assumption. There's screams, there's running, there's people calling out an alarm in the distance, and you're pouring away. Give me a perception check. <laughs> not one of those. Uh, 19 minus one is 18. So You managed to find a key on a chain round his neck. It's the key. It appears to be a master key of some kind. Yeah, take it. Unlock the gate. Once people see that you have opened the gate and are stepping through, open panic starts spreading out into the station. People flee in all directions. Steady on, does anybody here speak English? Anyone? English? No one can hear you over the furor and the noise. There's clearly shout people... louder. <laughs> does anybody here speak English? Like, genuinely, as loud as I possibly can in order to... Okay, so to describe the setting, and then mm -hmm. we'll go into what happens. Okay. 
it makes the Dover station look like a dump. Huge vaulted ceilings with frescoes, even though it's sort of industrialised with steel and so on, to hold up the huge vaulting. There's frescoes all over the place, there's um, gilt edging and so on. There are enormous amounts of what look to be mechanical men. How much travelling has Bertie done? A bit. He'll have done like the Grand Tour. Oh no, he won't have done the Grand Tour because yeah, like, Rome is a crater. Um, <laughs> he'll have done a bit, but not an enormous amount. You'll be seeing a lot of mechanical men who you'll be aware of are a thing in Paris now. Yeah. The people panicking and fleeing. It's an incredibly cosmopolitan lot. Mm. Every race, every creed, all, all fleeing in all directions. Bertrand McGuffingham is loving that. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the only ones who don't seem to be fleeing are the mechanical men who proceed to continue about their tasks, mutely doing exactly what they always do, carrying luggage and can, loading Can the mechanical so men uh, understand language, language instructions? I'd say that you haven't looked into it enough to know. Okay. They're all oiks. All yeah. Mechanical oiks. Things get done sometimes. Do it's they understand mechanism. any more than a peasant? Who knows? Who cares? <laughs> Shout loud enough and it has right. the same effect. Okay. So, yeah, you people are still fleeing and a couple of people hear the the yelling and so on, but it's just too much confusion. Fair enough. In that case, I think um, as people are fleeing and they're fleeing away from him, I think Sebastian McGuffin is going to don his armour once again because like, he looks an absolute mess. Okay. So in order to make himself look a bit fancier and more presentable... You don, your armour and squelch yeah. it on and squelch your shoes on, squelch your yeah. boots on, squelch your oh, arms in. The he's taken, he's taken his, his normal clothes that he was wearing a moment ago, his like, day clothes, off. And put the armor on. You were still wading through water up to your waist and it yeah. was on your back. Yeah, it's it's vile. Okay. <laughs> it's squelching when you walk. Stripping in the middle of Paris yep. station. Calais. Finally, Calais. finally, station. once you have all of your armor donned, you see in the time that it's taken, a police force has arrived at the entrances to the station and they've begun cordoning it off. They're fully kitted out with the equivalent of riot shields, yeah. short swords. I.e. shields. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tower shields. Okay. There you go. So they've built a, like a shield barricade. There's auto, like what looked like automatic crossbow. The whole nine yards. Yeah, yeah. They're all there ready to go. The response is fairly quick. Genuinely impressive. But nonetheless, you are... Right, do any of you speak English? There's a moment of hesitation. Man again in full armour and so on. Steps forward and goes... Hello, yes. Hello, I. Hello. 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 Who are you? I am Sir Bertrand McGuffingham. Now, uh, the uh, train has broken down. I took it upon myself to heroically send for help. And here I am asking for help. Now, down there in the tunnel are stranded passengers. Hmm? Yes. Are you, the appropriate, are you the appropriate authority? Let's say yes. <laughs> He's just, well. he's just looking at you, still confused. There is a broken down train lodged partway through that tunnel. I would ask you to send help. Send the appropriate engineers. He, he takes a moment, confers with someone, comes back. You will wait here. And then he strides off. The cordon remains, although a lot of the support, so archers and so on, yeah. kind of head off and you're just left with, I don't know, 20 guards, let's say. Time, you can take them. <laughs> yeah. Time passes. How much time passes? About half an hour. Squelchy yeah, idea. getting quite irritated by this. Excuse me, do any of you speak English? With a lot of frowning looks, and then eventually one of them pipes up. Yes, but um, we're we're probably not meant to be speaking to you, so I'm in rather a hurry. You so know. yeah, got business to attend to. Now I've done my best coming here to report that you have a broken down train. Now I would say that it's very much your responsibility to resolve that matter. He looks a bit out of his depth, turns to the others, and then they just he just clams up. Hello? 
Just nothing. You, you were the one who was speaking a moment ago. Hmm? <laughs> I could tell it was you. It was definitely you. He looks really uncomfortable, that's about it. You! <laughs> <laughs> Cut to the rest of the party. You have managed to, walking north along the coast, yep. yeah, you encounter a small village. Oh, thank goodness, we can get like a sausage or something. What's more is, having looked at it, it's, um, it appears to be fairly opulent. It's not big, but there's probably, it looks like there's a farm estate nearby. Who speaks French? Yep. Oui, bonjour. <laughs> I speak like trash French. Sure. <laughs> like, in a city. Like, I, I, I speak gang signs, basically. I'll tell you what, in, in, in English, what would you say in French as a hello in your trash? All right, mate. Yeah. Sure. Hey, Gov. <laughs> now, Good you got any nice nibbles for us? Like, We're something looking more for a pleasant coffee. meal, if that's a thing a, possible, a thing you could possibly arrange for us. Yeah, like, so. our, we can't actually understand each other. <laughs> <laughs> so, skipping ahead, if we'll say... If there's any urchins, they look from one to the other, and then depending on the social class... <laughs> we'll say there, there's a grocer's open, it's early, but yeah, they're, they're, they're open, and they have a much easier time dealing with Hamid than dealing with Sasha. <laughs> All right, gum. We've just come up the apples and pears. I don't know much rhyming, but <laughs> essentially the French equivalent of rhyming slang. Sure. Deduct what you deem an appropriate amount. We're skipping ahead a bit here. A few silvers. Yeah, sure. They'll provide you with some food. food. Furthermore, there is an inn in the middle, and what's really interesting is this will be it'll be really rare for Sasha in London. There are a number of what could only be called sort of automobiles. Oh. So they appear to be electrically run. Same as the train, same principle. But nonetheless, there appear to be um, two very flash-looking cars out front. Think, think Chitty Chitty Bang Bang on steroids. What's, uh, so, the, like, is that, why did, the, why is, where's, where's the horse? What's going on? It's an automatic vehicle, it powers itself. Where's, so there's a small horse inside? No, magic. A magic horse. But I have heard that it has the power of 15 horses. Some of them, some of them, many as 20 or 30. Oh. But small horses, so like 20 No, I think, horses. don't they, like, uh, they were talking about it with the, the train, it's the lightning element? Or yeah, they, they harness, harness. I love that Bertie's killing himself to win this bet, and you guys are just like, oh, it's nice here, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> What's that? It's really interesting. Let's discuss the nuances yeah. of that. Tomorrow's world. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, uh, I forgot. Did you ask where Calais was? Yes. Where is it? That way. There's there's a quite obvious sign that says Calais. <laughs> well, you might read that. Um, I don't know. Should we should walk or hire horses or is maybe there someone maybe a, someone in one of these vehicles can, we, can, can we give take, us a. Can we take the tiny horse car? <laughs> well, uh, is there a, one of those distance markers? So there's inside? a distance stone um, oh, okay. down beside it, and it's but Calais. It's in kilometres. <laughs> no, we have no, no, no idea. You can both speak French, so presumably you know what a kilometre is. I don't necessarily know them. I wouldn't know the measurements. I studied. I studied mathematics at oh, university yeah. okay. for most of a year. Yeah, I mean, not not before with, you got bored. Not with very much effort, but you know, <laughs> it is twenty kilometres. It's actually not too far. Right? Can we can we hire the the sparky tiny horse car? Then? We can ask in probably some rich person's yeah, personal it's vehicle, a private vehicle, I would think. But we can see yeah what the we can ask in the, can deal in the tavern. With that, and that's the obstacle. I don't think that would be a good way to make a first impression in a new country, Sasha. I, whether they know this is whether it's an impression. I was in custody yesterday. So let's not steal right. the shiny, very expensive car. Fine. But if we can hire it 
for not too much money, we could do that. Well, let's Fine. ask him. Let's ask him a task. Okay, Sulkiest face. Say we're trying to get <laughs> to Calais. I'm brutal right now. Ooh. Calais, and ask what the quickest way is. Yeah. If anyone has any, any there uh, might be a train. horses to hire or anything like that. So, what do you do? Go into a tavern. Yeah. Ask. We would say, you know, hello. We're travellers trying to get to Calais. Uh, we'd like to hire transportation if that's possible. What would be the quickest way? Is that it's anyone a good who can... thing that I'm so sulky that I don't ask because if they heard my French, yeah, like, they would not want to put anything expensive sure. in my way. Like, this is just what we use trading in the underground. So we will cut to Bertie. Bit of time has passed. We'll say that you are inside effectively a customs consultation room, mm -hmm. sat with the station master. They've already sent some engineers down, but at this point, a couple of hours have passed again. So for you, you're looking at it's early morning as well. Right. Because you've been going through the I night, crawling slept. through filth. You haven't slept. You've been going through water. You're just in the worst state. But how did, this? how did we end up better off at the other end of this trip than Bertie? How did that mm. happen? You were just wet. I think. Yeah, we just got wet. I was I'm thinking about... Wet well, and soiled. Yeah, very So the station soiled. master's going over and over and over. And he actually you know, speaks very good English and so on, so it's not mm -hmm. like there's no translation problems. So you're, you're telling me that you rerouted the train? Yes, I rerouted the train. Who using... gave you permission to reroute a train? Destiny gave me the permission, young man, and that is all the permission I require. And who is Destiny? Who's she? Destiny, Destiny is the engine that drives history forward. The powerful spirit. Mm. So you're saying that you, you redirected the train with no permission? Correct. Okay, that's right. It was a survival situation. Compromises had to be made. Mm. So where are the rest of the passengers? They are uh, with the train. So why did you redirect the train? Train remains in the same place. Okay, just taking some notes. What capacity are you hearing? Hero. <laughs> <laughs> the customs officer looks utterly confused and exasperated in equal measures. I was sending for help. I have now done that. I believe my duty here has been discharged. Now, if you wish to waste any more of my time, I charge very sensible uh, hourly rates as a mercenary, if I can issue you with a rate card. Well, given that you have arrived here with no prior knowledge, we have no way to guarantee that what you've said is actually the truth. We have to send some people to verify. We're going to have to wait here. There's not a lot we can do. I mean, do you even have a ticket? I paid for first class passage along... And at this point, I'm going to start with a combination... I think probably Intimidate to try and get me out of this because I'm, I'm going to be playing the angry customer sure. here because I was promised a first class trip. Uh, <laughs> and that's not happening. No. I'm not... Should I roll first? Go for it. Pop and pageantry. And yeah, I'm sure, sure. Furious. Sure, sure. Go for it. 20. <laughs> Every no, time, every time, every, Bertie wants every time. The story wants him to not okay, notice do you have... which way is up <laughs> and, and to shout his way through. Okay. Do you have yeah. dice privilege? Maybe. Question, Maybe is Pathfinder right wing? Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, bully your way through the situation. <laughs> I, Sir Bertrand McGuffingham of the House McGuffingham, a name whose name echoes down the ages with the coruscating fire of British intomitability, have been held up. I have paid for a first-class ticket, and that comes with certain expectations for levels of service. Firstly, a train that works. Secondly, elements that bend to the will of man. <laughs> Thirdly, politeness at all times, and fourthly, egress from this infuriatingly bijou little cubbyhole that you deem a station. 
I must say that if this is in any way representative of the quality of France, then I have been much disappointed. I would annex yourselves to Belgium in humble submission, you pathetic little worm. <laughs> I will be leaving now, sir. Good day. And Bertie leaves, taking the station master's hat from the hat stand, putting it on his head, walking out. You can take the hat stand. The door is currently locked. The station master, I, I, I do apologise. I'm, I'm so he sorry. He rams sir. into the door. <laughs> he just, and then passes it off as a, you will open this for me. <laughs> you will open this door for me, or I will open this door for myself, and I shall not be using the handle. He, uh, you see this hat? This is only the first thing that is associated with you in any way that will be violently leaving this room. So the station master, faffing with his uh, key, he's coming over and he's like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Um, if, you can just, um, if you can just pass me the ticket, we'll, that, we'll, we'll take that as verification and uh, we'll reimburse you the difference. And he's opening, he's opening the lock. There's obviously a couple of guards outside. I was not given a ticket. No, the... you were not. You bribed your way onto that train. <laughs> <laughs> and a natural 20 doesn't, like... There are limits. He's very convinced. He's, he's, he's willing to pay you back your money. You can walk out without having to deal with any of the actual legal rigmarole. All you have to do is provide a ticket. Sir, I have no idea how things run in France, but in Britain, hmm, the greatest nation the world has ever seen, a gentleman's word is his bond. I have given you my word, sir, and I would dare you to countermand it. At this point, he is literally one inch from his face. He is furious, but he is red in the face. That little bit of it that it can be seen underneath the filth. <laughs> Brutal is growling. While wearing a, a lopsided wig. It looks more like tentacles. It looks more like tentacles. If you and, and like, it's got the the added element. Not only is he physically intimidating, but Brutal's kind of like gender flipping is really disquieting. This like e extremely cisgendered station master. As the station master, <laughs> he's got he's got a bit of gender panic, is what I'm saying. That's what Brutal's so adding as, to proceedings. As, as the station master just openly panics. We'll take a break there and come back in a couple of minutes. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi there, this is Ben. I play Zolf in the podcast and this is what I sound like when I'm not trying to put on a West Country accent. I'm just here to apologise that we ran the Magnus ad for so long. We had a lot of goblin problems to deal with, Alex has been running around in his pants with a bat, so there's a bit of a mess. We had a lot of offers for help with all the recent problems, and even though we're improving, it got us thinking that we could actually, you know, tell you guys the best way that you can help out with your favourite podcast. We will be offering merchandise and running a Patreon offering later in the year, but until then, it would be really helpful if you could subscribe to us on Rustical Gaming via iTunes rather than just listening. That means you'll get all the latest episodes downloaded automatically so you don't have to miss anything and can listen later without internet access, which is helpful. And that will really help our rankings. And with higher rankings, we can get more listeners, which means we can make more content. Simple. Remember, we are also available on just about every other podcast app, so if you aren't using iTunes, you can still do this. You could leave iTunes reviews. Uh, Reviews are really important as it lets people know to give us a shot. We're only worth the things that people say about us, really. We don't have an advertising budget, so word of mouth is really important for us. You can get in touch with us via Twitter, at The Rusty Quill, or look us up on Facebook. Any time that you share our content, we'll always give you a shout-out. You can check out the fan forum. Just go to RustyQuill.com and click on the Forums tab. There, you can find in-depth discussions about roleplay and your favourite podcast, and you can chat with us and the crew. And finally, just keep mentioning us online. If you run a blog, let people know about your favourite podcast. That's us write a review chuck some fan art online which we love let us know and we will give it a shout out finally we are working flat out to bring the magnus archives out we've already had a bunch of episodes ready and they are sounding horrible but the good kind of horrible the horror kind of horrible not the bad audio kind of horrible and we're just finishing off editing and doing our final checks when it does launch be sure to give it a listen as we'll need as many reviews likes, shares and tweets as possible thank you for listening and we really hope you enjoy this episode and welcome back. I think we'll jump across to the party in the village. Currently, you entered the inn looking for... Yeah. It's immediately apparent who owns the cars. There are two extremely elderly women dressed up to the nines, furs, hats, the whole lot, racing goggles, <laughs> big flappy caps, and they're being incredibly loud and boisterous by the car. 
by, by the bar, sorry, in English. I tell you, I'm gonna beat you on the next leg. No, you won't, Doris. I've got your number. You're so funny. They're sloshed. They are completely annihilated on alcohol. They can barely stand. Sort of seems like Bertie's remit. <laughs> well, I don't know. Hammer can be a very charming young man sometimes. Do, do you think that you get, get, them, get them to let us come along on their race? Well, if you really think that's the best option, rather than just hiring a horse. <laughs> 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 Two drunk old women to drive us down. I want a tiny sparky horse car. I am uh, I'm indifferent, but... It'll get us there faster so Zolf can win his bet and then Bertie will shut up. I'll... <laughs> Awesome. And is that not ultimately the most important thing? <laughs> this is like Bertie level of prioritisation. This, like, this is the worst. Anyway. I want the sparky horse car. see what I can do. She's been learning from you. Ladies, it's so wonderful Hello, to hear a friendly lovely. voice. At which point they reach out, grab you and physically pull you straight in. Goodbye, oh, Hannah. he's nice, isn't he? Oh, I know. Oh, look at his little cheek. He's very well dressed. Oh, I know. I Where flirt. did you get that? I roll a 24. Oh, you didn't need to roll. <laughs> you really didn't need to roll. They are all over Hamid in a heartbeat. Oh, he's very nice, isn't he? Oh, what are you doing here? You speak very good English. Why are you here? Did you see our cars outside? Bet you'd like a ride in that, eh? Everyone wants to ride and they just go on and on. Are they human? They are probably human. They are so tiny with it. Mm. It like there's a moment it of could be half halfling. See that they're, they're, they're that dressed up probably like there's a good chance they might be half halfling. They're so they're definitely not nomish, oh. but they're quite possibly half halfling. It kind of all starts Does to that blur. Happen? Yeah, Is they're like on a range of heights. It, uh, allegedly in Pathfinder, any two races can be combined. You could have halfling orc. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hawkling. Mm. It's quite rare. Yeah, it's incredibly rare. But yeah, anyway. So yeah, they're they're all over you in a heartbeat. Yeah, I I will gently work into the conversation that myself and my two travelling companions are looking to get to Calais swiftly. So they go, oh, you've only just missed us. We actually just came from Calais. We're on an ongoing race, leg 16. You're winning, aren't you, Doris? Only by a little bit, but I'll get you soon. Oh, honestly, Sandra's been beating me the, race, the rest of the way from here last year, but I think we got it this year. And then she's going on and on. When, and when on. I hear the bit that they've left Calais, like my little face falls. And I and Zolf have not been able to press and digitise our clothes, so we still look sodden. <laughs> And we've probably dried off. Yeah, well, like, we've had a day and a bit. Rat tail yeah. hair, yeah. sort of, and then everything is just. Because I was in leather. Oh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Not having fun. There is I, a I will play on their desire for competition. I wasn't in tight And uh, try and persuade them that they could have much more fun racing each other back to Calais. And I, I will drop into the conversation that uh, we're meeting a friend there who is a knight. very eligible young man and a knight of the realm. Uh, give it a roll. Uh, just a, a diplomacy. Ooh. Fifteen. Fifteen. It's they're certainly interested. Going. Oh, it's a good point. He's got a good point. Oh, I do like a realm, but honestly, I mean. Ah, it's just not got quite the sense of adventure. I mean, as it is, the two in one car, one in the other, I'm not quite sure. I mean, you're doing a good job, son. They're quite aware of what you're trying to do at this point. They're quite happy to play along. They're just going to make you work for it. We're talking about, like, saucer, di eyes. saucer dish eyes that I'm looking up at them. <laughs> I have ordered a drink. Just quivering 
maybe you've ordered me a drink, but That's I've point, just actually. got my hand around it, but can I'm I... looking at them and I haven't sipped any of it. By the by, can I buy either of you ladies a drink? Oh, look at him, he's as good as the first one, isn't he? They pull you in. Isn't he sodden and disgusting? Oh, yeah. Okay, they're not fussy. Okay, no. all right. When, when they that are happens, so far gone. I will look at you <laughs> and my face just drops. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh no. Oh, look at him, what's with this beard? Oh, uh, look at that. How do you learn to plait that? Honestly, I've never seen a plaited beard like, you're a Poseidon one, aren't you? Oh, I've seen them, haven't uh, I? Did you remember that Poseidon uh, one from Carly? They uh, <laughs> should go on. Drink. Oh, and then, yeah. <laughs> In fact, I think they end up buying it for you. They're okay. just they're they're so loaded and just in every sense of the word. Actually, now I think about it, and <laughs> alcohol, money, and vim. Just <laughs> they're full of life. These girls. So um, we will cut back to Bertie with the station master just wetting himself, going, "I, I don't know what to tell you, sir. Um, uh, I'd I'd actually be breaking the law. I mean, could do you have anyone who could vouch?" For you, I, this is more than my job. I'd get locked up. The station master who allowed me egress is currently in Dover. Okay. Um, would you be willing to wait just the ten minutes it takes to send a message to the other side? Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Mm. Um, We'd already be almost done. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. You may remain in this office while you send that message. Okay. Um, he sort of talks to one of the guards, gives him a word, he sort of gives a frown, passes him a note, and then he, the um, station master closes the door, locks it, and sits incredibly awkwardly at the table with you. I also require the name of the best hotel in Calais. Most expensive or sort of most hip and happening? Uh, most expensive. Oh, uh, that'd be uh, it's a bit of a stupid name. They call it Say, as in Say, C'est le train. As in, ah. Right, very well. Uh, it, it's very new. It's, it's, it's all, all the rage with all of the people doing the, the, hmm. the European trip. Very well. I wish to send a telegram to both that hotel and uh, the other hotel that you're about to mention. Blah, blah, blah. Essentially, Bertie now takes time to send telegrams to make reservations for the best suite in the two respective hotels. Sure. Okay, you, the, the telegram's getting sent. Yep. Cut back to... The party with the old biddies who are having a whale of a time. They've now pulled Sasha in and are just trying to get her to wear furs and stuff. They're not really listening. The subject's starting to veer away a little so, like, bit. Does it, do they go fast? How many horses do you have inside? Oh, you don't put horses in them, dear, but I tell you what you do have. You do have elementals. Oh, elementals. Oh, it's been a long time. Do you remember when we didn't have elementals? I do. And then she uh, start, they start dressing you up basically in their clothes going, oh, you do have good if, in that. If we don't leave soon, we'll lose the bet. Utter silence. What? said a bet yeah did he sandra he did doris well, we, uh, one of us was, was we, we made a bet uh, to race our friend the, the one i mentioned uh, sir bertrand mcguffin oh yeah we're, i remember we're, him we're racing we're racing to uh, calais so he took the train and we took the boat so the boat a... didn't go very well an underdog yes very oh. much so like to totally underdog the, the lowest dog some might even say hang dog mm. Well, who are we to leave good fellow countrymen in the need when they have a bet? And they start standing up and putting the furs on, pulling their goggles down. They are just, wasted. Just as, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, but the drink driving no limits on. Because so usually the horse does it for them. Drink driving, so, drink driving limits aren't just for the protection of other road. It's not just some arbitrary limit that's set. No, what I mean is, what I mean is yeah, if, you, if you're is... drunk driving a carriage, the horse still is a horse. So if this is really new technology... That's like, they're not like, like they did. All right. They didn't have driving 
programming lessons for the first few decades of there being cars. Yeah. And even though they were really, really slow, people died in droves. Oh, I'm not. I'm not I'm, no, <laughs> half the cars were made of wood for a second. I agree and with hydrogen. It's a, I agree with <laughs> it's a terrible idea. Yeah. But it may elements. not necessarily occur to the characters. All I'm saying is that I think if these guys succeed without any crashes, that's sending a very poor message about drink driving to our listeners. Are you just doing this to win the bet? No. <laughs> <laughs> so they start. St- yeah. Pass <laughs> that bluff check. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> so the the two uh, two old women start staggering out, and um, one's helping the other up, going, "Oh, honestly, you're never going to win like that." And then they're t- going, and as they start climbing out towards the cars and pulling you in, they're you arguing have, over who the gets your poison spell or anything like that. I may do. I have. I would have prepared it. No, oh, never mind. Then. They are arguing over who gets to keep Hamid and who gets to keep <laughs> Zolf. I'm afraid they're not arguing so much over Sasha. <laughs> But nonetheless, they're happy to have you, but they're, they're basically, they agree that one of them can have Hamid and one of them can have Zolf, and Sasha gets to go where she likes. I, I, I try and persuade them to let them, me go in less inebriated. There's not a lot in it. <laughs> As it is, they've um, they started talking, they've forgotten that they're meant to be setting off, and are now arguing the terms of their own sub-bet for who's going to make it to Calais. Shouldn't we be off? Off! At which point they pull the go, uh, they pull the stopper, and it's like, oh wait, neutral. Oh, hang on, oh, 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 stall. Oh, hang on. Oh, 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 this is amazing. Oh, oh. <laughs> and then they just go like zero to sixty as fast as they can, kind of speed. Obviously, the, you're not getting that kind of speed. You're getting a bit sh- like they're peaking out at about thirty miles an hour. Or something very, they're like peaking that. out at very fast. Oh, the acceleration's incredible. Oh wow, and this is all tiny <laughs> horses. And they're just they're <laughs> off and. I've, I've, slipped, I've slipped my things, so I'm now perfectly attired for driving, wearing a miniature version of the, basically the driving outfit oh. that the two old women are wearing. <laughs> You're not foolish, dressed like foolish. a crash test. You're driving with Doris. Doris sees you, takes her hands off the wheel, turns to you and goes, Oh! <laughs> and you begin to careen wildly. She manages to just pull it under control. You are hitting wheels occasionally, scraping one another. One of you is up against the wall. <laughs> And then back down onto the road. It's the gumball rally, but we're yeah. old British women. <laughs> There's a. I think of other tunes. <laughs> and then just the circus. Do you just subconsciously really want to go to the circus? Consciously. But nonetheless, it's it's a nightmare. There's a brief period where you both go over like a small little rustic stone bridge. You're getting air. It's like parts of the car are getting left behind on the way. The women aren't noticing. Cut back to Bertie. So uh, the guardsmen come in, the station master goes, uh, comes back and goes, um, so yes, the, the station master has confirmed that he did let you onto the train. Um, I, in, in, given you know this, we'll accept that what you're saying is probably true. Okay, so we'll let you go, and that's fine. And we will, do you have a contact number, maybe, that we could chase this up to give you thanks for your services? A contact number? Sort of an address, for instance. Oh, uh, that gives the address of all of them. Okay. Uh, anything in country at all? No. Okay. <laughs> right. At which point he opens the door. The guards look very questioning, and the uh, station master looks incredibly shamefaced as he proceeds to let you out of the customs room. Now, uh, I require a cab to uh, the best hotel. The yep. The cab rank is just outside. If you, I'll send someone. And yeah, he, he sends one of the guards who raises his eyebrow. He's a burly, muscular guy who thinks he can take you. He's not very happy with the situation, but he goes. There's another wait. Bertie stares him down because he's furious. Like, at this point, he's just doing... If there was a bollard standing there, <laughs> then Bertie would attempt to intimidate it. He is that angry. Well, the guard heads off. He takes a while. 
He's clearly deliberately taking his time just to rile you up. Uh, he comes back maybe 15 minutes later for what was a two-minute walk. Sort of speaks in French to his uh, station master. He, he apologises for the wait. It's just very busy, what with everyone trying to leave the station at once. <laughs> Be too dread. <laughs> like lit puffs of steam. <laughs> I'm still, like, damp and soiled. <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, he, uh, do I now have a cab? Um, you can now head out to the station and yeah, there will be a cab waiting for you. I take the cab and once I've arrived at the hotel that I am arriving at, I at the front desk I wish to send a telegram. Heading to the cab? Yeah. It is an automated cab. Right. Don't have them in London. Yep. There is a sort of nominal cabbie in the front. Mm-hmm. Again, it's effectively robotic. It yep. is a large brass affair, the cab. There are no horses attached to it, but there is the sort of simulation of a cabbie but holding reins that don't really go to anything. Mm-hmm. And as you step in, there's a speaker which just has sort of a grill into it where you can speak your destination. It has a bit of trouble with you, given the fact that you have a heavy English accent whenever you're trying to yeah. say anything in French. Uh, but it sets off, mm-hmm. and you start heading off. We'll cut back to everyone racing in the cars. <laughs> I'm just keeping my head down and trying not to die. Yeah, you're right, powering your head. Save of 20 still count. Um, <laughs> and it's uh, seasickness. So there's, there's grating and banging and they're pulling things one of the sides. And then finally, you crest another blind hill right into a horse and carriage, which is coming the opposite direction. The car which has Sasha and Zolf in, uh, which is driven by Sandra, suddenly, oh, she does a wild steer and... Got lucky. She manages to twist off to the right, off onto a grass verge on the far side of this um, blind hill, and just spins out completely. You hear snaps of various pieces of mechanics amazing. breaking, and this it just amazing. pulls to a stop on a sort of gravel spit and bumps up against the road. Again, again, uh, Let's do it again, do it again. That wasn't supposed to happen, was it? Oh, if I had word, dog. Doris is like, uh oh, looks like someone's gonna lose, and then drives off. Uh, just that's Doris with Hammond. Doris with Hammond just, just guns it off. Win the bet for us. And yeah, still careering wildly all over the place. Your car, there is um, crackles of lightning coming from the front. At which point she goes, um, oh, is that the I think we should probably yep. step back, grabs you, and sort of start stumbling away. Giant fireworks? Yeah. You'll love this. <laughs> At which point she backs over the hill and just kind of pokes her head over. Three. <laughs> At which point there's a... <laughs> the front of the car just bursts open. Wow! There's a brief flash for a moment of what looks like an inf- a furious, furious creature made of sort of light and lightning and smoke. And it's about the size of... About the size of Sasha, so it's not huge, but it looks... Furious, utterly furious. Sparks of lightning fly out, it scorches some of the stonework, one of the trees bursts into flame, and then it just dissipates instantly. Oh, that's amazing. Do you have another one? No, no, I'll oh. be another car. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry about that. Uh, well, these things happen, she reaches and gets a hip blast. Nip. Oh, yeah, cheers. She just proceeds to sit on the hill with you and drink. Right, uh, I guess we're hitchhiking our way to Calais then. Eh! <laughs> Could be worse. Well, yes, it, could. it was. <laughs> it yeah. was. So, yeah. cut back to Bertie. The carriage has been going for a while, a lot of traffic slowing you down. And finally, you pull up at what looks like quite a rundown hotel. And outside, it, it appears to be called The Chest. 
or something similar. So not say like I asked for. <laughs> technology, they say. It's, it just goes, and there is a, a, a voice from the speaker going, You've arrived. You've arrived. You've arrived. Uh, Bertie gets out. You've of, arrived. Bertie gets out of the cab. <laughs> The cabbie and the sort of automated cabbie just turns and holds out a sort of automated hand. Is currency universal in this? I wonder if I paid him in gold, would that work? Currency is universal for the sake of my sanity. Fair enough. Okay, in that case, I pay whatever feels like the appropriate amount. Let's say one gold. Is yeah, that... that's a good yeah. Cool, it takes it. Pulls away. You're now in a fairly rundown part of Calais. Right. Um, I go up to the front desk. There is a overweight halfling man sat behind the desk, bored and reading a book. Excuse me. No. No. Carries on reading his book. Bertie pounds the desk very hard. <laughs> Give me a strength check. 17 plus 3 is 20. You snap the desk. Not completely in train, but there is a crack running down. Now he's listening. In, in, in exactly the same tone and volume as before. And the level of eye contact has not changed. Bertie has not broken eye contact with the person not looking sure. at him while doing this. He's punched the desk. It's collapsed. He's looking now. Excuse me. Where? Is this the Hotel Say? No. Where is the Hotel Say? He kind of just takes a moment, considers, and then points sort of directly behind him. So, just up the street, presumably, but... Bertie picks up the man. <laughs> <laughs> Hotel Say! And then walks out of the door, um, adjusting, <laughs> adjusting the halfling man's arm to point where he should be going. The halfling man hanging, knowing better than to argue with someone who's clearly insane, points up the street. Bertie marches in that direction, continuing to hold the halfling man under his arm. Again, he's sort of plodding along. He, he, he gives a few protestations in French, which presumably fall on literally deaf ears yep. since you don't speak the language. Yep. And uh, presumably you'll be giving him a shake anytime he doesn't point the right turning. Yep. You mar begin, begin marching through Calais, carrying an incredibly overweight halfling, which you can, you can carry at least, yeah. but he's heavy with it. Give me a perception check. 19 minus 1 is 18. Enormous amounts of laughter are following you through the city as more and more people notice, point and laugh, and there's whispering. In fact, you hear some people mentioning your name. Bertie is getting crosser and crosser. <laughs> you, you hear, They're all laughing and pointing, and uh, some kids were sort of keeping next to you, and any time you look, they're running on. Is there, are there any, what, what, like, what is around in terms of street furniture? Um, there's the occasional um, sort of fairly downtrodden cafe with some beaten up chairs. Sorry, I mean, oh, okay, fair enough. Basically, is there anything in terms of like road signs or like bins and things like that knocking around? Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, at one point when the <laughs> laughter of the children has got to him too much, even Bertie isn't going to bisect a child because he's a cross. <laughs> it's getting that way. So Bertrand um, withdraws, what was it, road sign you said? You find yourself um, at a corner which is pointed towards Rue d'Avignon. There we are. At that point, um, because the crowd is beginning to gather and there's a bit of pointing and laughter, the subversion withdraws his sword from its scabbard and power attacks that side and can just shut people up. He's getting very annoyed. I'll just, I'll just, it's a stationary sign. You're taking the time to do the job well. Yeah. You manage to... He does have a heart, but he doesn't have a heart. 
We'll say it takes him longer. <laughs> Hacking at this sign slowly, pouring sparks away from it and damaging your sword in the process. It's getting nicks and mm-hmm. scrapes. Eventually you manage to hack it down into a stump. The laughter's just louder. People are further away, <laughs> but they're laughing louder. Uh, Sebastian waves a sword menacing at them. Yeah, that's right, you keep your distance! <laughs> Continues going in the direction as pointed by the... He's pointing faster. Yep. He's pointing better. Good. Right, cut back to Hamid. <laughs> Hanging on. You're Definitely. now starting to swerve in between more and more traffic as there are more... There is more motor cars. Nothing going anywhere near as fast as yours is. Yours probably is actually a racing model now that you've had a bit of time to look at it in between the terror. And you're swerving wildly between various types of vehicles on the road. But People, the pavement. Okay. Probably! <laughs> you, in fact, you can start hearing her going. <laughs> She's singing to herself. It's all very elaborate and exciting for her. Finally, you whiz past the sign in um, Calais, like two kilometers or something. Where are we going in the town? Um, the nicest hotel that you know of. Right-o! Over another day. Cut back to the blind hill where... Uh... I've got my thumb stuck Yeah, I've out. also yeah, got yeah. my thumb out. Sticking out. And I'm guessing if the woman is the smaller than Zolf or higher... Smaller, smaller than Zolf. Right, so we've sort of just in stepped-up height <laughs> my thumbs. Finally, a, um, a, a horse and cart which is carrying what appears to be just root vegetables in a cart slows down, pulls over and is willing to give you a lift. Calais Silvu's plat. Calais, Silvu's <laughs> Oh, right. He, he looks to... Or well, my version is we're like, Cheers, governor! <laughs> <laughs> All right, bloods! <laughs> Stay in the alleyway, you're going to the Paris, Paris, the Calais General Direction, innit? It just about manages... Milady! <laughs> just about manages to decode Sasha. Meanwhile, the... <laughs> so, uh, Doris climbs up on the back with you, and you sat... Having a nice little sedate ride up. So, like, how's the how's the trip around France going for you? Oh, we do it every year. Every year, God, me and me and Doris, we, uh, me and Sandra, we've been round. Oh, I tell you what. First year we did it. It was on horseback. Second year we actually rented out airships. That wasn't that interesting, actually. A bit right. slow. And then the third year, off she goes. This is all stuff that I haven't heard before. It's all very exciting. So finally, cut back to. You've been walking for the best part of an hour. Mm-hmm. Finally, it starts getting a bit upmarket. The number of um, mechanical men is vastly increasing. The quality of clothing and so on, again, vastly increasing. You're at shop fronts, which you look like you'd be willing to shop at now. The laughter is... They wouldn't have you in the state. The, um, the, basically, a lot of people have fallen away due to the frowns of guards and so on. Nonetheless, the laughter has taken on a certain sniggering superior air rather than just downright hilarity. Lots of people mocking behind fans and so on. 30's on a hair trigger at this point. Roll me a perception check. 7 minus 1 is 6. 6. Okay. You see large crowds gathered round sort of magazine stands and you know the old style tobacconist where it's on the street, mm. on the, actually on the street, it's just a tiny little stand. Yeah. There's large groups of them all reading one thing, you don't know what, but they're all laughing as well. It's not great but you're you seem to be making progress and the guy who's muttering and who's gibbering in in french that you can't understand so it clearly seems agitated in a positive way like it might finally be over yeah okay i think Bertrand, at this point Bertrand is still so focused on the he's come this far and it's taken this much to do it he is getting to that hotel so he continues to the hardest he's ever worked for pretty thing. much <laughs> 
So, we'll cut back to Hamid. You're within Calais city limits. Um, you're swerving round, swerving round. Finally, inevitably, she takes one corner too quickly. Crunch! Right up against a lamppost. Give me a reflex save. Uh, nine plus four, 13. 13, you take three damage. Um, as you are immediately shunted forward and bashing your head on the uh, yep. dashboard. Sandra seems okay, and he's just going, Whoa! Wow! Whew. Oh, well. I mean, it's just up that street. You might still make it. It's called Say. <coughs> Thank you. I hope the rest of your trip goes well. So do I. <laughs> I gently stroll up the street towards the hotel. You're having a hard time because there's quite a lot of crowds. Um, like, a lot of them in the way. And there seems to be, like... It's not it's not boisterous or anything, but everyone seems to be very good spirits, like maybe it's a parade or something. Cut back to... <laughs> I, I changed my um, outfit again. Nice. Cut back to uh, Zolf and Sasha and Doris on the on the car. You've still got... You still got a good hour to go. I, I slipped the driver of the car a silver and then munching on some carrots. I'm just sitting here letting uh, Doris wash over me. <laughs> like just... a spewy wave. Yeah. So, like, if you were going to go to Egypt next, or like, you know, oh, or, tell you what, where you... We, how would you do? It? Or if we're going to Norway, where was it? Norway. Svalbard. Svalbard. How do Svalbard. you get to Svalbard? Oh, God, tell you what, that's an interesting one. I mean, I'd probably go by ship. It's a bit more interesting than the airships, but honestly, the airship's pretty good. I mean, if you can go by ship there, you're going to probably want to go from somewhere up north. And she's like, oh, well, I mean, obviously, you can catch the airships from one of the major inland cities, but you're probably going to go by a port or something like that. Just because it's more interesting, I mean, it's lots of going by, though, but honestly, it's a bit more exciting. Right. Tell you what, though. I think we've had enough boat excitement. Oh, I'll tell you what, then. I mean, you could probably you could probably get yourself on an airship. Pretty expensive, though. I mean, not very interesting. It's a very boring ship. Also, Svalbard tend to close down to airships. They tend not to like them. I mean, it sort of depends. I mean, if you've got a trading right thing, that'd be great. I've never been to Svalbard, actually. Okay. <laughs> and finally, we will cut back to Bertie. <laughs> trudging through the filth, wading through people. People, like, it's, it's crowded anyway, and there's lots of people getting in your way. And there is a crowd outside the entrance to say and they're all stood on the front steps, looking at you. And as they see you, they all start cheering and laughing. And they're all, again, they all seem to know your name. And they're all um, pointing and laughing and, again, cheering your arrival. At which point, Hamid will say that you, just strolling quite gently up, manage to arrive at the exact same time that Bertie does on the front steps, looking at everyone laughing in. I, in a glance, take in Bertie's current condition. Just all of this psychotic. And gesture to him and in a after you manner. My thanks. Um, there Bertie drops the halfling on the floor, tips him, gives him a gold, <laughs> sends him on his way. That's actually a pretty good payment. Yeah. He's he confused and sort of walks up and he's just uh, shell-shocked, that's the word. Yeah. Completely shell-shocked. Did I win? Did I win? <laughs> and, then, and then Bertie walks into the bed. Once Bertie's crossed the threshold first, I will cast digitation and clean him up. So, Bertie, the, the crowd's par for him initially for the smell, but eventually because he's just a big scary man. He, he would have punched me, but he's, oh, yeah. he's get, basically purple. You get yeah. digitated on the way and you step into the lobby of, say, mm -hmm. 
to announce yourself to the receptionist. I am Sir Bertrand McGuffinham, and I require the best, and I require it now. That'd be fine. And we'll close there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all a bit, all a bit much, all a bit much. So lazily crunch a carrot um, <laughs> to hear about a spectacular woman's travels around a continent I've never visited. It's a great end to the day over here. We're In a car that's fun. almost certain death for everyone else involved. Yeah. Well, anyway, I think we'll close it there and we will see everyone next week. So until then, we hope that if you're doing any intercontinental races and such, you're not getting in with don't, don't drunken drink drivers. Drive. Yeah. Don't drink and drive. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't get in a carriage with a drunk woman wearing goggles. Don't, don't try and sail over the English Channel during a terrifying storm in a small boat. And mm. don't uh, force the electricity from the front of a train to the back of the train. <laughs> <laughs> All important lessons. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening and we'll tune in next week with you. Bye! Bye. Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at TheRustyQuill. Or email us at mail at RustyQuill.com. Thanks for listening. Not many listeners know Lydia's forehead. It's just mouth. Yeah. <laughs> or my my face is just one big yawning. <laughs> Gaping more. <laughs> I mean, most of us spend the entire game in a state of mild terror just from yeah. sitting near her. As, as far as intros go, this is the most disturbing. If you look, a, if you look a straight in the face, you can see infinity. <laughs> often disquieting. Yeah. Yeah. So as turn people to stone if I'm reflected, if they see me reflected in a mirror. It's... If they don't. Presumably. If they do. If they wow, do. Wow, that's yeah, that 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 complex. Pretty niche. <laughs> Exclusively when they see you in a mirror. Screw I mean, you, Perseus. No, no, oh, she's well, all, it's, all over the green. Well, it's all good if I'm walking around in a shopping mall or something. With yeah. Oh, yeah. Or just people stones yeah. everywhere. Boom, just, boom, boom. Oh. Yeah. Very Public embarrassing. bathrooms, can't use them. Go, go around Westfield. Everyone will thank you. Um, <laughs> so as a brief recap of yeah. where we've actually been and what we've actually been doing, at least in the contest of the game, um, the party have finally... <laughs> Lydia's just pulling a gaping more face at me and I can't unsee it now. Uh, right. Now there's some fan art. <laughs> <laughs> there's flailing as well. So, so, picking up where we left... <laughs> picking up where we left off last week. Oh, that's going to be so awful to listen to. So, picking up where we left... Oh, I knew you were getting right. We'll take a break there and come back in a couple of minutes. <laughs> Uh, sir, what did the dog do to you? Set me into a gender panic! Was <laughs> <laughs> wearing a long-sided wig, do you not understand? It just blurred boundaries, <laughs> I felt very confusing. I was confused. Everything has to be neatly pigeonholed. I need, I need rules! I tried me... to label him. I don't, no, no, damn it! Um, it made me feel different about me and I don't like that! The choices that I've made in my life before that I thought were limited were opened up in ways that make me feel insecure about who I am and what I've achieved! 
French is a language with no neutral um, gender for nouns. So I, in France, it should be doubly effective, if mm. anything. Yeah. Just saying. It's super effective. Yeah. Yeah. So are we all good to carry on? Yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Program. The Program audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the program at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for the Program Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode. <laughs> 